Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Air and Earth. We have another episode for you here. I'm so excited because today, one of my favorite people on this freaking earth, and I'm not exaggerating. I know I say that a lot, but like, she's really, she's like, she's, oh my gosh, I just love her so much. Helen Badger is here with me today. She is one of my very best friends. Let me tell you about how we met. First of all, hi, Mandolin. Hi. That's her. That's her sweet little voice. So we met, I would say, about two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. She reached out to me and was like, hey, you said some words that resonated with some words that I feel, and I lead retreats. I would love for you to come lead a retreat with me. And... I was like, uh, heck yeah, that sounds great. I've never led a retreat, but I'm for it. I'm up for it. And she was so kind and loving and nurturing during my process of, of stepping into being a retreat leader. And the retreat that we went on, we went to Columbia this past January, changed my life. And I, I, you know, I know that people go on trips and they're like, Oh my God, that trip changed my life. This trip literally changed my life. It changed the course of my life. We're going to talk some more about the trip. I could, I could just talk for the next 30 minutes and tell about the trip, but I want to, like, I want Mandolin to talk too. I want to hear one, one way that it changed your life. One way that it changed my life would be, I mean, like, we were so disconnected the whole time and just in nature with ourselves, with each other, that it became so clear to me that I'm way more powerful than I realized. And the fear that I'd been feeling towards my dreams melted away while I was there. And I came back feeling, you know, I wanted to start worthy. Like I run this course now that is, that has been, such a game changer in what I feel like I offer to community and like the support that I receive in return. And it being on that trip convinced me that I needed to get my shit together and make that happen. And as soon as I got back, it was like, boom, 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 boom. I just put the pieces together and it was rolling. You know what I mean? Like that trip did it for me. It was intense. I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Columbia. Oh, yeah. And it's in part too, like, thanks, inner knowing. (laughs) Thanks, inner knowing. And you set up these experiences for people. So, okay. 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 I want to get to where, where you're talking. So, well, first of all, can you talk a little bit about, we're, we're hosting another retreat in Columbia. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Will you talk a little bit about some of the opportunities that are coming up just so we can get everybody knowing what's going on before we get started talking? So our next retreat to Columbia that Melissa is co-hosting with me is May 4th through 
10th. And we have a really big surprise with that retreat, which is we are doing a giant giveaway that's going to feel like Oprah. Giveaway, $2,500 giveaway for one spot. There's only one. Yeah. Not, not everybody gets one. You get one from Everybody will. <laughs> no, we. <we're, laughs> the day that we launch this podcast, we're doing a trip spot, one twenty five hundred dollar all inclusive retreat giveaway for our Columbia trip, which is so epic. I'm so grateful to get to a point where I can offer this kind of thing back, and. Yeah, my dream is really that we we give it to someone who perhaps otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity mm-hmm. and continue with like inclusivity in that way and sharing sharing the work that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's really exciting. So the retreat will be opening up. It's May May 4th through 10th, like Mandolin said. We're going to get more into some details about the retreat. I want to introduce you all to Mandolin though, before we talk more about the retreat so you can get to know her because she is such a cool lady. Like she's so sweet. And okay. Anyway, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. I don't, I'll, I'll let her speak for herself about how amazing she is. So first of all, I want to, I want you to share a bit of your story. So you full-time run retreats now, but you didn't come out of the womb like that. <laughs> no, I, so, I want to talk about how, how this idea of being a retreat leader came ab- about and how to, how you came to this place where you're like, I put together these badass experiences that really transform people from the inside out because your retreats are not, they're not like these normal retreats where you go and there's all, you know, there's delicious food and there's like spa days and stuff like that. But there's, it's so, we cut so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. These, mm-hmm. I don't even want to call it a retreat. It's like a, with these like yeah. formative experiences. So talk about how that process started for you of creating these experiences. It's really interesting because I think you and I both agree with the mantra of like, you change, you transform the world. If you really want to transform the world look inward and transform yourself and show up as what you want to see and, you know, do the inner work. And then it kind of ripples out and Mundo that's part of Mundo's philosophy. And it's really how it was formed because I went to South America. It meant to be for four months in 2013. And I was teaching yoga and I had a vegan bakery that started taking off and I was starting to kind of see my success start, but also see my life wouldn't be exactly what I wanted. Like I was still going to bed with some anxiety at night and just this feeling of not fully realizing everything that I could be of service with. And so I, you know, I got rid of my apartment and my car and everything. And I did this four month trip. And on the trip, I decided all I'm going to do is follow my soul and anything that lights my soul up, I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to rather it's surfing honestly if it was if it was um mind altering substances which I had never experimented with before like everything from beautiful experiences to being okay with experiences I might not like just opening myself up of like I am really going to be an explorer of myself in this world during this time and I trust myself to to come to the correct conclusions you know at the end and that trip ended up being 
11 months and Colombia was meant to just be a country that I passed through on my way to Brazil because it was the cheapest flight. And then I got there and it's just serendipitous thing after serendipitous thing led me to meeting people that taught me about life in different ways and finding places in nature that blew my mind away and having, I mean, I didn't, none of it was later on. I had experiences with ayahuasca and some things like that, that were transformative, but the real work to me was just pure life connection in Colombia. And I just remember thinking, you know, when you're a kid, you find a fort in the woods, you and I both, grew up in the woods and you're like I have to show my friends this cool fort that I found and as these experiences were happening for me I was just thinking like I have to share this with other people and I was just thinking of retreats that I had been on like co-facilitating retreats not my own project in Hawaii for example and it was like you go to a resort you have the green juice but the locals are kind of like giving you green juice. And I remember thinking, well, yoga is meant to be yoking and like connecting. And I think I could do something really special and cool where we're actually unfolding into this other way of life. And really that yoga beyond the mat of like, how do you live connected and open? So it was just a dream. I came back and because I had spent some time away, because I had spent some time away, the, some of my friends who I did my yoga teacher training with started to get really big followings in the U.S. They were working on stabilizing while I was working on exploring. So I came back and told them, like, you know, I found this place with snow caps and Caribbean beaches and indigenous tribes that have never connected with other white people and just the most incredible healers and breathwork teachers and this, this vortex and I want to share it with you. And I just started as an experiment, you know, bringing people down at cost to see if they would even like it um, with a yoga studio my friend owned and another um, kind of influencer I was friends with. And luckily they did. And it's just been spreading quite rapidly since then. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, you all, the trip, the trips are so incredible because it, it's not just going on a retreat. It's we're out hiking. We're disconnected from the world. So we, we do a, a technology detox and we're also with locals, you know, with who have lived in the Sierra Nevadas for ages. And I, I kind of think we should just dive in. And I, I'd love to talk about the retreat that's coming up. Mm-hmm. and all that's offered through it and I'd also love to talk about not only what the people who come on the retreat get out of it but how we use the retreat to support the community the local community mm-hmm. yeah another another reason for you guys who know and love Melissa and what a badass she is uh the reason I really reached out to her is because of the shared mission of love yourself, love others, love the planet. To me, that is what a yoga practice is. It starts from within. And then as one stabilizes, you have the sparkly goodness to be able to like ripple out further 
And it all starts with yourself and then it can go to others in your community and then it can also extend wider. And that you do it with Worthy, with online courses, you know, I do it with in-person experiences and it's just so amazing to connect with others who, you know, are doing that same kind of work through whatever way lights you up the most. And yeah, so thank you for that. But, <laughs> uh, but for the retreat, you know, we fill ourselves up with personal growth practices, ways to challenge yourself emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, like whether it's waterfall repelling or trying transformational breath work or connecting with this like old lady sage or soul gazing or, you know, there's lots to go or meditation or journaling or yoga. There's lots to go deep personally. And then next step, we're connecting with this other culture deeply, staying with locals, eating with them, living with them, getting to see just a peak of life through their eyes, which is so transformational because you're out of like your daily patterns and triggers and you realize that there's this whole other way to exist and even see reality and still like yourself okay and I think it allows the rigidity of our rules for ourselves to expand because we're like oh my gosh there's not one right way for anything and it, it allows more freedom for choice um and then it, it's like we we get so much from that from them that then we do a direct action project to give back something to the local community besides all of our money goes to local we don't ever compete with them. All our tour guides are locals. All the places we stay are locals. There's no big resorts. It's all specialty, incredible places and experiences. But then, for example, in Colombia, we work with the indigenous. We work with this tribe. I mean, what do you think of this tribe, Melissa? There. <laughs> I mean, so last year was my first experience with them. And it's just these powerful nomadic women that we met. And I feel like that's one thing that I, I really love about you and that I want to talk about that's so important because this isn't the kind of thing where we're going and trying to, you know, because I think there's this men mentality sometime of trying to save people, you know what I mean? And that's not the case. They're actually teaching us how to be better to the planet. <laughs> You know, like we're showing up as students of theirs mm -hmm. and it's these powerful nomadic women. They, I just felt so much respect in my heart for them because of how they treat the earth mm -hmm. and how they continue to choose over and over again to treat the earth. Mm -hmm. And it really encouraged me, you know, I was an environmentalist before, but coming back from that trip, I was like, oh shit, like I need to do better because there are, there are people out there who are, who are doing so much better than, than we are and are seeing how the earth is, is hurting because of our, you know, our greed and our, our need to be comfortable and our need to, to be separate from the planet. And they just, they really inspired me. And that's one thing that I love about you. You're so delicate in your care for for every little part of the trip between making sure that we're staying in places that are you know we stay at these places that are off the grid you know completely 
eco, so so it's solar 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 power, hydropower places, um, permaculture grown food, locals, and every little step is is really keeping that intention of we're not just going here for a trip. We're going here or for fun or to use someone or to use the resources. We're going here to see how we can be better mm-hmm. ourselves and be better in the world and be better to, to, you know, as citizens of the world. Mm-hmm. I even would, I would even word it like, yes, being better. And maybe I, I think of it almost more like, bring ourselves back into symbiosis, Hmm. right? Because everything in nature works together. It's give and take and give and take. And I think us, it's like we receive so much on the retreat and we kind of bring ourselves back into giving more. And I think a lot of it is when you are disconnected from nature or your food or how things impact others, it's really easy to let it feel like a separate thing. But when you have firsthand, in-person, visceral experiences, it's like you care about nature more once you love it, you know, things like that. So, sorry, I didn't turn that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys, this is my first podcast. (laughs) First podcast. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's really powerful. And, for example, I will say that it's really important to me for you guys listening to know that I – I wasn't born knowing this stuff and neither was Melissa. I mean, one of the most powerful moments for me is when, you know, it took me three years of living on this fruit farm with this lady, Anna Maria, who's Colombian, to be able to even interact with this tribe because they they are not, this is called the Kogi tribe. They're the oldest indigenous tribe in the Americas, North and South. And they live completely off the grid and they're very mindfully closed in their culture because they want their way of life like they understand what we're doing and they are consciously choosing what they're doing and it was such a privilege to be able to speak to them and but then when I did and I learned that they have troubles with assimilation and you know tourism overrunning the area I really was thinking oh I want to help them and that was my thought I had definitely white savior complex bred into me didn't mean to but you know, the, what we do on the retreat for you guys to know is we, they share this beautiful, powerful, sacred ceremony with us to welcome us into this, um, part of the mountains other tourists aren't allowed in and share their culture with us and let us learn from them. And at first I was like, okay, well, and then I'm just going to give them money. And I remember Anna Maria, who was a teacher of mine there said, why don't you ask them what they want? Mm. You know, she's like, they're not, this is in Spanish, but she's like, they're not pobrecitos, which is, means like little poor people. They're wise teachers and you don't know better than them what they need and want. And for example, there, it turns out that they don't use money. They use barter system. So if you give money, actually, um, oftentimes the Colombian Colombians will take advantage if they're buying resources So what their elders told me they wanted is they want goods to support their way of life. Like, for example, so that the woman can 
weave the bags that they then sell or quinoa so that when they come down from the mountain to do the work that they're doing now, which is to educate the Colombians on environmentalism. That's why they've broken their silence. They can do so while preserving their way of life. And that was eye-opening for me because it made me realize uh, prejudice isn't necessarily bad people. It's good people who just don't know better yet. And then once you know, you know, you know that saying, know better, do better. So it's it's been a really fun process for me too of I feel like every time I go, I become a little bit better of a person and a little bit just by like messing up all the time and then learning from it, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels, I, I, I love how you speak about our, our interaction with them because it's true that like we have so much to learn from them and it really felt like a huge honor. Mm-hmm. To learn from them yeah yeah it's amazing it's amazing so let's talk a bit more about I want to talk about some of the practices we do all on the trip because I want to talk about the internal work because you and I so one I mean one of the one of the things I love about you mm-hmm. is how you are able to really deeply reach into someone's soul and like pull them out so we it's true it's true you like uh, yeah I think I would describe your classes as as like really juicy (laughs) they are juicy sounds like the way you describe like my ass and some good jeans or something (laughs) (laughs) come take our classes it'll feel like it'll feel like and ass and good jeans. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, I, I'll let you share about it. Will you talk about some of the, so we're in nature, we're hiking, we're with the waterfalls, but we're also doing some personal development work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot that makes it easy to, to get to that place. For example, I always go for a week before, before retreat and I spend time where I'm not online i'm not on my phone i'm just in nature you know there's science after three days the the chemistry in your brain changes three days of nothing but nature and no online time so it's kind of like i first get myself in that zone of being really connected with myself seeing my friends who are like family there just any of the anxieties that i kind of bring in from regular life i make sure to kind of flush it out first and then then when the group comes you know Yoga is the practice, right? So physical asana is one way, but also could be singing or surfing or repelling a waterfall or gazing in someone's eyes or, you know, any number of things that allow you to come back to your own wholeness, your own self. So the purpose for me of Mundo is to act as a conduit, which is how I would see myself, to share different ways people can come back to themselves, to their truth, their wholeness, their present moment. And it's cool because not the same thing works for everyone, but you'll at least get a few new tools. So for example, I think the waterfall repelling is so powerful because you cannot be anywhere else when you're on a waterfall. Like when you are standing on top of a waterfall doing the counterintuitive thing of walking back, (laughs) and you know all you want to do when you do that is straighten your legs because you don't actually want to go back 
But what you have to do is sit your butt back as if you're in a chair and just lean over the waterfall. And then, you know, you're perpendicular with it and there's no way you'll fall. Even if your feet slip, you just stay there. So it's, there's a lot of, to me, that is inner work. It allows me to trust myself and get really present or um, that holotropic breath work. That's really powerful because, you know, I think a lot of you guys probably already know about this, but the scientist who came up for this is the scientist who developed LSD and was working with the U.S. government with troops to see the effects of helping it reverse trauma. And then once the government said they weren't going to use it, he was like, oh, there must be a natural way for your brain to kind of start opening these other doors. And he found that it was if you flood um, the brain with enough oxygen, it will it will allow you to access your subconscious in a way that, you know, usually takes very, very deep meditation and many years of practice. So um, I don't know if that's what you're looking for. And then, yeah. yeah. So I was going to add in the holotropic breathwork is what we were doing when I decided I was going to do worthy. And it was also when I decided I was moving to Boulder, I had never even visited Boulder yet. I hadn't yeah. even visited, but there was just like this knowing in my head that was like, hey, just so you know, you've already decided that you're moving to Boulder, even though you've never visited. And I was like, cool, okay. And it was also, you know, and it's something that's different for everyone. So it can, it can uncover some, some things that you're, you're working through and bring those to the surface, which might be painful, but then it gives you a chance to actually start working with those things instead of just holding on to it. And I think the difference is, can we talk about this? We're not like, we're not going to a classroom to do our breath work seminar now. It's like, we spent the whole day trekking through the jungle, having amazing experiences, meeting with this tribe. And then this like gorgeous human being arrives from the mist on top of the mountain. <laughs> yeah, we he, were could like, he could be 80. We're not really sure. <laughs> um, Alejandro and, you know, white robe showing up and we're sleeping on this mountaintop with these in these beautiful huts on a ridge line. It's like snow-capped mountains one way. <laughs> Caribbean beaches the other way. A bajillion stars above us at this um, eco, little eco home. And then we are, there's a fire with a dirt area and we're all around the fire together. And he's playing these ancient drums and supporting us in the process. And then we get done and we we integrate first with art mandala painting so that if we don't have the words we can get it out and then we share and like just and then eat this beautiful vegan like whole foods meal and it's yeah you know like we've we've spent i think at that point we spent like four or five days together so we're really getting to know each other no technology so there's not like you have a free hour you're on your cell phone right? You're getting to know yourself and you're getting to know others in a way that we don't normally have access to because we're so, so overstimulated. So we do this practice, tons of stuff comes up for everybody. And then we're able to share about it. And we just, oh my God, it just makes us family, like Mm -hmm. straight up family. It actually reminds me of when, you know, just the digital disconnect alone. It's like when you're a kid and you, this is how Mundo feels to me. When I would be a kid, I was one of those kids where my mom would be like, get outside and play and just kind of lock us out for the day and I'm lucky because I grew up in Maine so I was able to just go play in the woods for Mm -hmm. hours or with my friends at the playground and then come back in for supper and you know you come back after playing all day and 
like you're that good tired and you're that good hungry and you're like stoked exhausted because you've just been playing all day and I feel like that's how I always feel at the end of each day on retreat and then the final couple days we just like pamper ourselves you know (laughs) I was gonna add another part that I love about the retreat I'm just gushing we're just gonna be gushing I know another part that I love about it is that we do so much hiking so mm-hmm. some of the people who I've talked to about the retreat already who are excited to come were like, you know, I've been on other retreats, but we just kind of like are sitting around or like we have a yoga class and then we're like kind of on our phones or doing whatever. And you're not doing that here. We're, we're doing a lot of hiking. So part of the trip is like we're hiking up into the Sierra Nevadas. So each day there's like a couple hours of hiking. And I remember the first day we started walking and we had like four hours ahead of us or something. I don't remember exactly like three or four hours ahead of us. And my mind was like thinking about home, thinking about the work I needed to do, thinking about the class I was going to teach, thinking about blah, 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 right? And then by day two, by day three, it's like I'm walking and it's just clear. Clear. I know. Like, I remember your words because I was like, Mandolin, like, like, this is why I love hiking. This is why I love nature so much. It just like clears out everything. And you were like, in your, in your wise woman way, you were like, the earth takes it. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) The trees are lightning rods for anxiety and like quick thoughts. I swear. The Anna Maria, my teacher there told me that because we would do many multi-day off the beaten track hikes when I first was living there. I was not an avid hiker. And I, when I was living there is when I learned survival training and, you know, make my own shelter out in the forest and stuff. <laughs> and she was the one who she was just, was, I remember her saying, she was like, it's so important to be with the trees. It's so important to be outside, especially big trees act as lightning rods and they all the junk in your head and ground it into the earth. And I was like, yes, that is how I feel. That yeah, is what it is. I mean, that's like, that's what, it, that's what happens. That's literally yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys probably think this sounds, like the people who have done it are like, yes, you're saying it exactly right. And the people who aren't are like, they sound woo-woo as hell, but, I, but I'm interested. <laughs> I had a friend come visit a few weeks ago and she lives in a city. Um, and I, you know, I took her hiking a few times. And one of the times I was feeling like some anxiety coming up. So we were hiking and I was like, you know what? I just need to go like literally hug this tree. And so sometimes I'll like, and again, this is like, this sounds weird, but I don't care. It works. So I go over and it connects me to nature. It makes me like want to do better for the planet. It's, it's good in so many ways. So I go over to the tree and I, you know, literally like wrap my arms around the tree and I like say my prayers to the tree and, you know, thank the earth for supporting me. Think about all the things I don't need to worry about. Um, it's like let myself feel loved by the earth. And I look over and my friend who's like very city, I like, I'm done. I look over at her and she's completely just like melted into this tree, like her face against the bark. And it's just like, like clearly being like so supported and so zinned out by the tree. And I mean, that's what nature does. We're part of nature, but we separate ourselves mm-hmm. every single day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's nice to just get back to it. Should we give a brief, I'd love to give a brief overview of what the itinerary looks like. For sure. I think we should talk about the last two days too, because they are also juicy, like a good ass and some good genes. So yeah. yeah. So basically I don't ever give anybody the exact itinerary. 
which is conscious, it's on purpose, because another part of this for me was that, right, vacationing is a, is a consumer experience. I like both, but you go, you're consuming like the product, which is this vacation given to you. Whereas traveling is a learner experience, a way of learning about and experiencing the world through let me let me learn from you eyes. My hope is to give a travel experience where we're where we have learner eyes instead of a vacation where it's a consumer experience. And part of that is to stimulate what long-term travel was, what the magic for me of living, you know, one year turned into mostly four years for me of living in South America. And this magic of really being present and being in flow state, you know, like, or in the zone athletes call it when you're kind of, everything's just clicking and you're present and you're clear. And part of that comes from not knowing your patterns and your schedule. And it's like our schedules are great and amazing and they need, we need them in our life to create what we want to create. And to be able to switch from analytical brain into limbic brain, your creative brain, you need to take routine out and have everything be kind of new. It lets you be in that childlike wonder. And so I don't share the itinerary because I want to allow people to access that state without having to like quit your job and travel for years by yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and also not get, diarrhea or lost on the wrong bus so kind of, kind of like the best of it without without that much risk um but that being said the overview basically we are gonna we'll fly into santa marta uh, which is the north coast of colombia and spend a night in the, the city there and it's just this gorgeous little coastal city and great seafood restaurants, great vegan restaurants. We'll watch the sunset, eat yummy food. And then we go four days into the mountains and we spend a couple of them backpacking. So you'll just take this little backpack with you and leave your big bag in this little mountain village about an hour from the city we flew into. And we'll hike up and each night we'll stay at really beautiful special place and have these beautiful special experiences and so that section of the trip is more like adventure digging in challenging yourself peeling back the layers um creating these aha moments and then and learning and giving back and then the final two days of retreat we do one more hour transport to the caribbean sea and just beautiful spectacular Again, yes. another like eco, we're sleeping outside, the food is delicious, all that stuff. Um, and then you can, you know, we have night, we get all, we're like, shower ourselves off, get all beautiful, go out to this fancy dinner. Like the last one, we had that, that live band. It Each trip's so a little fun. different. Like, I, depending on who's around, I'll, because I know it so well, I'll pull little special things and there happened to be this beautiful band visiting and they did a private show for us. We're all dancing all night. It was so um, fun. Was, oh, that trip was so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll do, you know, we'll do a spa day. We'll, we, because it's, it's so fun to do both, right? It's like go outside, get your feet in the mud, play, and then shower yourself off and really treat yourself and and it's like the finer things in life feel more fine 
when you've earned it in a way. It's like how if you have a if you have a good big meal after you've really exercised, it tastes better. It's like yeah. that kind of that kind of yumminess. Appreciation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, let's see here. What else do we need to say about the trip? I mean, questions get asked a lot about is Columbia safe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that you know what, to be fair, I used to, I used to get really annoyed at that question because I fell so in love with the country. <laughs> but really defensive. Excuse me. I know, that's my boo. Yeah. <laughs> but now I realize that it's just people don't know. And when you look on the news or, you know, most people get their idea of Colombia from Narcos, which is a television series about the 70s. Yeah. So, yeah. um. I will say that about 15 years ago, it wasn't the safest. I mean, you could still travel there, but there was, you know, drug cartel stuff like that going on. But about 15 years ago, the federal government stepped in and just did a huge sweep. And it's just been getting better and better since then. Like, I remember 2017, Time Magazine named it one of the top 17 places in 2017. And, um, you know, it's... It's actually because it's had this history and now things are so good. It's like the culture has an appreciation that is inspiring because a lot of the people who are alive now leading these really good lives, you'd never know anything like that ever happened, can remember times when someone they knew was like in the military or died or something like that. And because of it, it's like there's this there's this vibe of a country that's like on the up and up and on the rise and this optimism and this um, celebration, like everything is a celebration. And I mean, I'm sure you felt that like vibrant is the word oh, to describe yeah, for sure. yeah. and Colombians, you know, they're like, come in and, and have some juice, have a dance. Like, you know, people are just, it really, it really made me feel like I'm so spoiled because I used to just complain about the U.S. all the time. Once I first started traveling, I was like, oh, the U.S., you know, blah, blah, blah. We have this in our political system or this and that. That's not good. And then I'd go there and it made me realize I'm like the spoiled rich kid who's just complaining about my first world problems when, mm-hmm. you know, Columbia still is overall economically much poorer than the u.s and they're so grateful just to have like safety and freedom and you know be able to have the opportunity to create the lives they want and it just made me realize how many gifts we actually have you know which is which is nice it's a nice full circle but yeah that being said it's a giant country and the same as the u.s if you went to bogota and you were drinking at three in the morning, flashing around your iPhone in a really poor part of the city, you'll probably get it stolen. Yeah. But the danger is stuff like theft. And it's, you know, that's the same in LA or New York or anywhere like that. Mm-hmm. And the places we go on retreat are countryside. So, you know, it's just, it's not, it's again, it's the same as the US. Like if, if you're in the backwoods of Maine or Colorado, there's not really the same amount of crime as there would be if you accidentally are in a big city and walk into a district you don't realize is really poor. You know, I think a lot of poverty isn't bred by bad people. It's or violence isn't really bred by bad people. It's bred by 
like poverty and lack of opportunity and depression. So, yeah. Uh, mm, good. Really question. Cause it, yeah. Yes, yeah. So I want to, I want to ask you one more personal question and then we'll kind of like wrap up and close out here, but Oh, are you ready? It's a deep question. Oh, okay. So you are, I've known you personally now, you know, deeply, closely for two years. And we went, we went real deep, real fast. And we spent a lot of time together and we talked very often. And you are honestly, I know a lot of strong women. I'm just going to say that. I know a lot of strong women. I know a lot of powerful women. I know a lot of wise and kind women, but you are, you are so strong. You are so kind. You are so good at holding space. And I know there are so many women out there, women who are listening to the show right now, who are like, oh my gosh, how do I get to this? I feel like I have that potential within me. I feel like I could be holding space for people. I feel like I could be, you know, making these experiences and using my own gifts as a way to, to be of service in the world. But, but I feel stuck maybe, or I feel scared. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how you are in this place where you, you, you know, you're living this like beautiful life. And I know beautiful is, is a very kind of vague word, right? Like, what does that even mean? But you're living an authentic life to you and a life of strength and empowerment and kindness. And I was wondering if you could speak to that a little bit. Yeah, man, that's, it's, that's such a good question and such a juicy question. And, um, I would say that the women who would ask that question, I can relate to because we are givers. We are, we are human beings who want to be of service and have that heart in place. And for me personally, the number one thing that, let's start with the beginning, that held me back from that was being a giver without being a good receiver. And without putting my needs and my worthiness and my value as the foundation. And so trying to give from an empty cup, it just didn't work well. And then it kind of made me feel more insecure. And the start of it for me really was yoga. Yoga, I was going through this crazy breakup and... I just started having my awakening of like, I'm more than my thoughts. I read this book called Radical Acceptance. It was super powerful. And I remember taking this yoga class and I felt, I literally felt this white line going from my chest to the ceiling. And I was just like connected for a moment because I was, you know, when you have your first big breakup and you're like, life is over. And I had a, a moment of like, Oh, I'm, I'm good. And I just was chasing that feeling. I just came back and back for that. And it was the first time in my life I really prioritized my self-care as like the most important thing of like, whatever I need to love myself, that's what I'm going to focus on. And from there, it's the natural feeling of like, oh, I want, you know, I want to, I want to share this with others. And so when I got asked to use, do the yoga teacher training, I remember thinking like, once I had some tools that I really understood myself of how to take care of myself, it made it really easy to share something I loved with someone else as natural. And even then I was very self-conscious to teach. And I think I shared this story with you, but the first class I ever taught, um, 
we did a round robin. So each person in my teacher training would teach like 10 or 15 minutes. And a few people went before me and I was so, so nervous, so, so nervous. And then I noticed there was this one boy in the class and he was like sweating and shaking and you could tell he was terrified. And all of a sudden it clicked and I'm like, oh, this isn't about me. It's about him. It's about him having a good experience. And no matter what, this is his first time ever taking a class. Like I just has this boy feel more comfortable. I've succeeded. And so I stopped, but when it was my turn, I stopped thinking about how I looked in my performance and started focusing out on on helping support him have the best experience. I would get nervous for a second, go over and just like touch his shoulders as if it was to make him feel better. But really it just reminded me that my purpose was being a service to him. And I would say that in many ways, it's just relearning that lesson over and over of like, the more I do to like love myself and peel back my own neuroses and insecurities, the more I just naturally am inspired to be able to share that with others. Um, you know, for example, this is a power, this is a, powerful share and I didn't think I would but you know my my dad passed away in March and that opened a whole can of worms like of deep deep stuff within myself deep unhappiness and um Melissa you gifted me enrollment in Worthy and for me to be able to receive that was a huge step and literally my life has shifted so much since being able to take that course because you have a stronger meditation practice than I do. You have a stronger um, commitment to your daily routines to support yourself. And that's something I really wanted and to allow you as my friend to show up and support me like that instead of having to lone wolf it has really like taken my ability to to be a space holder for others to the same level. Cause I'm like, damn, I had never been to that much darkness and then to the other side before. And it, I think just being unafraid to kind of go to those places and give yourself what you want. Is that, a, I don't know if that's a good answer, but it's that's my, beautiful. Sure. I, see my face right now. <laughs> I love you so much, honestly. Thank you so much. Mm. I, I think that's so helpful for people who are listening in. I really do. I really do. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about how people can get involved with the giveaway and the retreat and how all that's going to work. I think that you guys should all sign up for the giveaway because we're making it easy peasy. You just need to send in your email. It's going to get put into an automatic system and somebody, somebody's going to get chosen from, I don't know, I hired somebody to do it for me. It's like, to me, it's magic. There's a magic box that takes all the emails and then we'll pick one at random and you guys are going to win a $2,500 giveaway. Yes. And it works like even if you can't come to the Columbia retreat, you could do another retreat. Is that correct? Yes. You can, you can use it for for any trip and there's more than Colombia. there's Colombia. yeah <laughs> there's Colombia. there's Peru I'm going to Thailand this December um there's Mexico there's you know, we've got a few so you can use it but it, it's 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 a really good deal it's the biggest giveaway I've ever been able to do mm-hmm. I'm so excited to offer it and also I would say we haven't released this retreat yet 
Um, it's definitely going to sell out. I mean, it's already like a third of the way booked almost. Yeah. So, and, <laughs> and we haven't even opened the doors for it. So, yeah. um, so I would say to sign up for it because what I'll do is once you guys send in your email, I'll offer, I'll enter you into the drawing. And even if you win and you've paid, um, I, you'll still win. Like you'll still, you can use that retreat at any other retreat that you want as a, as a free retreat. So like, say, say you come to Columbia, you can use this retreat as, um, to come to proof or come to Thailand or, you know, have that paid for double retreat. Woo! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yay. Well, I'll have some links down below with how you can find all the information about the retreat, about the giveaway, and it's going to be awesome. So if you all have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'll have Mandolin's information down below as well. So you can find her, connect with her, ask her any questions, but this retreat is honestly, I mean, you can hear it from my voice. It's awesome. I would love for you to be there. I'd love to talk about it with you if you have any questions. Yeah, same. Also, I just would love to say I just taken on Melissa's advice. I actually just started a new Instagram for Mundo. So I had a little bit of a bigger one and it wasn't super authentic. Like I wasn't really connecting with the people there. And I just started it over completely from scratch. So that's I really want to like share stuff that's gonna support people and have a forum where I can connect easily and quickly with people. So if you guys have questions, you want to see photos or videos, uh, you can check out Mundo Adventures, M-U-N-D-O, mm -hmm. it means world in Spanish. And also you can just message me directly. I'm so happy to, you know, this is my passion. I'm happy to chat. chat with you I'll guys have about. all that linked down below. Also, if you want to see some more photos and some videos from last year's retreat, I have a highlight on my Instagram where you can go and click through and see some of what it actually looks like there. And you can see that too in the, in the link down below to the, to the retreat. Yay. So thank you all so much for listening and we love you. Thank you guys. We can't wait to have you on the retreat. I love you, Mandy. Thank you so much. I can't wait to hug your face. Oh, same, 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 same. <laughs> Bye, everybody.